Welcome into your Tuesday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Your Weather Command forecast for the rest of your Tuesday, mostly cloudy. Highs 70 to 75. North winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Tonight, partly cloudy. Lows 40 to 45. North winds 10 to 15 miles an hour, decreasing to up to 10 miles an hour after midnight. Wednesday, partly cloudy in the morning, then clearing. Highs 70 to 75. South winds up to 10 miles an hour, shifting to the southwest in the afternoon. Wednesday night, partly cloudy in the evening, then becoming mostly cloudy. Lows around 50, south winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Thursday, very windy and mostly cloudy. Highs around 70. Southwest winds 10 to 20 miles an hour, increasing to the west 30 to 40 miles an hour in the afternoon. Thursday night and Friday, breezy and partly cloudy. Lows 40 to 45. Highs around 65. Friday night, mostly cloudy, 20% chance of rain showers. Lows around 40. Saturday, partly cloudy, 20% chance of rain showers. Highs 65 to 70. Saturday night and Sunday, partly cloudy, lows 45 to 50. Highs 70 to 75. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, lows 45 to 50. Monday, partly cloudy, highs 65 to 70. After serving Hill County for three years as an MSU Extension Agent for Family and Consumer Sciences and 4-H, Jasmine Carbajal will be leaving the position at the end of the month in order to be closer to her family. Carbajal says she has nothing but gratitude to the people of Hill County for allowing her to serve them and is proud of the work she accomplished. I was able to be part of lots of different groups through this position, so like the Hill County Health Consortium, Hill County Behavioral Health, the local advisory council that we have here through that. I was part of CASA, the Hill County Early Childhood Investment um, team here in Haver, um, well in the Hill County area. Carbajal says that Hill County is not currently planning on finding an immediate replacement to fill the vacancy, and that Ag-4H Extension Agent Tom Allen will be taking over some of the obligations of the role. We both share 4-H responsibility, so he's just going to have to do a little bit more on that end. Um, and then what's really, what I think the community is going to feel, you know, until I get replaced, is just kind of those FCS programs are not going to be in place. Those programs that are likely on hold for now include Youth Aware of Mental Health and cooking and food preparation classes. The Haver affiliate of the National Alliance on Mental Illness held a virtual walk on Sunday to raise funds and awareness in the battle against mental illness. NAMI Haver President Crystal Lawfer says they exceeded their $500 fundraising goal, which will allow them to continue serving the community. It's going to help with our classes and getting back and forth to Helena once the pandemic is over. We'll be able to go and get more trainers trained in other classes that we want here in Haver. Plans for the Haver chapter to run an entire 5K were scrapped in favor of a shorter walk at Pepin Park. We didn't do the 5K um, since it was the board, and a lot of us have had hips and bad knees. But we walked the park, and we did four laps, so we did a mile. The Haver NAMI office is open to the public to help people struggling with mental illness during this pandemic. We are going to start gearing up. Um, we're hoping to have at least 10 people for our family-to-family -family class in January. To contact NAMI Haver, call 262-7653. As part of Rail Safety Week, the Haver Police Department is promoting rail safety by joining forces with law enforcement agencies across North America 
For Operation Clear Track, Police Chief Gabe Matisich says the most common infraction in town is people trespassing on the train tracks. Whether people are trying just to cross the tracks, walk on them, or um, people trying to get on trains or coming off trains. Um, so that's probably the biggest one that we deal with. Matisich warns that these violations can be enforced by local authorities. You know, never walk on the tracks. You know, it's, it's illegal to trespass and, and it's highly dangerous. So it takes the average freight train, you know, traveling 55 miles an hour, more than a mile, you know, to get stopped. So be mindful of that. Matisich reminds people to always use the designated crossings, never stop closer than 15 feet from a rail, and not to try to go around lowering gates. Turning to state news, the Montana Coal Council has announced that coal production across the state fell during the coronavirus pandemic, wearing on an already declining market. The AP reports Montana mines produced 15.1 million tons of coal in the first seven months of the year down 21% compared to the same time last year. Officials say the pandemic has lowered energy demand and increased the number of people working from home, so coal-fired power plants have burned less. Council Executive Director Molly Schwend compares the industry's production to levels from 2016, which was a significantly low-demand year when cheap natural gas prices challenged the industry. A bill named for a Fargo murder victim to address cases of missing and murdered Native Americans is heading to President Donald Trump's desk for his signature. Savannah's Act, which is named for Savannah Greywind, passed the House Monday after passing the Senate earlier this year. The law establishes better law enforcement practices to track, solve, and prevent crimes against Native Americans. It directs the Department of Justice and Interior to consult with American Indian tribes while developing national law enforcement guidelines. The 22-year-old pregnant Greywind was murdered in 2017, and her unborn baby was cut from her body. The infant survived. And before we move to wheat prices, we'll take a look at the updated COVID dashboard for Montana for today. Montana reported 275 new cases on Tuesday out of 2,747 tests bringing the statewide cumulative total to 10,700. 111 people are currently hospitalized and 163 have died. 2,600 of the 10,700 cases remain active. Cascade County led the state in new cases today with 59. And now, taking a look at wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel. For Hill County, winter wheat is $4.64. Spring wheat is $4.80. For Blaine County, winter wheat is 454, spring wheat is 475. For Liberty County, winter wheat is 469, spring wheat is 480. For Shoto County, winter wheat is 464, spring wheat is 480. And for Phillips County, winter wheat is 449, spring wheat is 470. And now, taking a look at funeral notices for today. Marilyn G. Garahan, 88, passed away at her home due to natural causes Thursday, September 17th. Funeral services will be held 1 p.m. today at First Lutheran Church with Pastor Megan Haywish officiating. A private family graveside service will be held at Glacier Memorial Gardens at a later date. Marilyn's family has suggested memorial donations be made in her memory to First Lutheran Church. Richard A. Dixon, 89, passed away Tuesday, September 15th in Great Falls of heart failure. Cremation has taken place. A graveside memorial service will be at 1 p.m. Friday, September 25th at the Highland Cemetery in Haver, with Pastor Sean Jansen officiating. A luncheon will be held at the Eagles Club in Haver. Memorials in Richard's honor may be made to the Haver Senior Center or a charity of one's choice. 
And that does it for your Tuesday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening, and remember that seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. Stay safe out on the roads, and please continue to do your part to help flatten the curve.